from Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 155. Today's show is brought to you by lynda.com, where you can instantly stream thousands of courses created by industry experts, Squarespace, Build It Beautiful, and Harry's, an exceptional shave at a fraction of the price. I'm Mike Hurley, and you have all come here today to listen to the musings of the wonderful Mr. Brad Dowdy. That was a very uh, inquisitive style intro. I like you there. I think you you kind of fallen back into that uh, that style mm-hmm. of uh, announcing on the podcast. It was it was kind of cool. Well, you know, I wanted to sort of really big you up because I appreciate you being here. Um, oh, in, no in case you can't tell, Brad is a little under the weather today. Um, so you know, it's tough to to talk when you're kind of a little bit frazzled. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done much talking, so um, we'll see how I uh, hold up over the next uh, next hour or so on the podcast and uh, see see if I make it through. But uh, I appreciate you uh, allowing me a sick day on Monday. How many sick days do I have left this year? Well, you, I, I know I've already taken more than you have, so I mm. think you have quite a few more. Okay, go. okay. <laughs> so we... Um, we pushed back to Thursday, and I'm glad we're able to do it. Um, we, I don't think I could have done it any day sooner than today. So uh, that's good. I appreciate it. Right, so we're going to go uh, into follow-up, and uh, there's a big chunk of text, which I'm going to make you know, <laughs> 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 which I will read. So if you remember, uh, I think this was a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the Marriott pen, right, because yeah. uh, I'd seen one in a hotel. And a couple of people sent this to us. This comes from uh, Marriott's brand guidelines, and, and this is what it says. So this is for the uh, the dashes that you'll find on the side of Marriott pens, right, uh, in the hotel chain. It says, the performance stripe is a graphic element used to convey the brand's core value, inspiring performance. The fractured stripes are both straightforward and dynamic, representing movement and optimism. As a branding device, the performance stripe speaks directly to 24-7 achievement guests, telling them that Marriott pro- people are proactive, high-energy performers just as they are. Usage and placement of the core elements vary between applications and will be explained in their respective sections. So this is the worst of all branding and advertising speech. Yeah, I mean, so this I is, used to write in this kind of crap. Yeah, this is corporate speak to the nth degree, and it's horrible. So I said this to a couple of people on Twitter, and I still believe this. I think that those stripes have been around for a while, like they're an old thing. Mm-hmm. And Marriott's advertising agency rebranded them, took the stripes and turned them into a thing. Yeah. That's my feeling because there is literally no explanation for why these stripes convey this. The only thing I can think of is like if you're going down a road fast, right. then, then the, the, the lines on the middle of the road will look like they'll get smaller the quicker you go. Right. But I just don't buy... I, 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 I kind of refuse to accept that... <laughs> that somebody came up with this and somebody signed that off. I feel like there's something there that an agency has then attributed this meaning to afterwards. Or That's maybe right. I'm and just that, trying to be a little bit too romantic. No, that whole brand guideline thing is just, it's it makes your head hurt when you read it. And, yeah. you know, it, the performance stripe and the the meaning or lack thereof is just kind of a kind of a mess. I'm not sure how we didn't get this last time because we had several people send it to us this time. Last time we were kind of you know, left in the dark, what does this really mean? And we figured it, if we could find anything, it didn't really mean anything. And turns out we did find something and it still doesn't mean anything. So (laughs) at least um, we have an answer now. 
that document is now behind a password. I saw that. I was going to tell you that. <laughs> Do you think so we, that we might have peaked something somewhere? <laughs> yeah. So whoever sent us this got this PDF. It's in the, the MarriottBrandWorks.com. It's like their learning site. And we were able to uh, access it. And I didn't download it. It just went to the page that it was on. And I tried to access it last night um, just to double check the... Uh, the the text and then it was right and I it was locked it was uh it's password protected now so I think that's pretty funny they're like who are these people hitting this thing yeah. from uh from London and uh from Georgia that's <laughs> well because this type of stuff you don't show externally like you don't... this is not yeah this is not public information no you know like I I work for a huge company and like you'd never see this stuff like accessible to the public it's it's very uh. It's not like it's a secret, but they want to present it in their way specifically, right? Yeah. So it has. It's very. Uh, you don't ever want to talk about branding choices that you make to try and make your customers think about you in a specific way, right? You'd never tell your twenty four seven achievement guests that the stripe is for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because as they, well, like the stripe should be for everyone, right? So yeah, so. there you go. That's the, that's a nice bunch of bull crap. To start this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of bullcrap, Tom Cruise is full of bullcrap. <laughs> he is one bullcrap dude. But we we got a picture of the pin we talked about um, last week with the with Kevin Pollock's video, which everyone who saw that thought it was just hilarious. It was really it was really funny, and it turns out it's, it's from this book that Kevin Pollock did. And um, in the book, people sent us uh, several people sent us the link to the book, and um, the pin is actually pictured in the book. So we'll put that in the show notes. I don't know what this pen is. It's kind of big and funky. Um, I think they, How do you they got see it. it? I don't see the pen. Oh, I see it. I, here's this. I put this big link in the um, in the chat room. If anyone can pull it up, you scroll down. You know, it's the link I have in the page goes right to the uh, conversation about the pen. And then you scroll down a little bit. It's on page 100 of the book. Oh, uh, see, pen, it, it's this is taking me to got.co.uk. Uh, okay. So maybe I can't. Yeah, you're hosed. Can't Monarchy. See it for whatever reason. Um, so anyway, it's this big fat round black it's a black and white picture, but I'm assuming at the looking at the color of it, it looks like a black pen. And it's uh very large and it comes in this wooden box, but there's no features that tell me it's any type of brand of pen. So I have no clue what this is. So we'll we'll throw that out there in the show notes if anyone recognizes this pen. It's got a little crown on the cap that makes you for about a split second think it might be a Mont Blanc, but this is too ugly to be a Mont Blanc. It's it's not a real good-looking pen. And I think, what is he saying? This is like a $500 pen at the time, which in the early 90s, yeah. So I, I have no clue what this pen is, but we'll see. And he got it from Barney's, and, you know, that's a, you know, a department store, and they might have had something just made for them by some, you know, white-labeled. Um, so, uh so yeah, there's that. If anyone knows what this pen is, let us know. And uh, we'll take us. We'll take a. Someone in the chat room said, "Let's." We'll take a screen cap of the picture. And we'll link that to the show notes. Um, I'm taking a look now. Okay, so Doug Beale, as, as awesome as he has sent me it, there's some engraving on on the side there, isn't there? You know that that would indicate what this is. That is an interesting looking pen. Interesting, as in ugly, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a very good looking pen. so we'll see we'll 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 send the research crew out on that um to see if we can figure out what it is um i'd I'd just like to know um just for 
sanity reasons, but it's not that big a deal because I don't think it's anything that any of us have ever heard of. I'm, I'm not holding up to be some some pen that was released, you know, 25 years ago and by some, you know, large manufacturer like Pelican or something like that. It's just random. We're going to next week get like a Tom Cruise brand guideline document. <laughs> the big pen is to show that Tom, I don't yeah. know, he's actually bigger than he is. I don't know. Yeah. Then we're going to have people, Scientologists knocking on our door. So let's not do that. <laughs> I don't, I don't need the, uh, I don't need the extra spy spying on me at this time. All right, from Tom Cruise to princesses. That's yep. a good transition. I love this Uniball Kurutoga Disney Princess Edition that I tweeted out the other day. Did you see this? I did see it the other day, and it made me instantly want uh, Pixar, like, once. <laughs> you know? I'd love to get, like, Buzz and Woody on some Kurutogas. In Japan, they do this frequently, and I'm sad that we can't always get this kind of stuff over here. I would love to have some of these princess pencils, you know, if for me, I would use it. I would totally use them. Um, I'm all about some bell. And, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was funny that the, uh, that the Tinkerbell one is the 0.3 millimeter lead. I find that endlessly hilarious, right? Because she's tiny. So she gets the 0.3 millimeter lead, uh, diameter, which I think is just hilarious. Do you think that's, that's, I mean, it seems too good to be true, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's she's the only one that's 0.3 millimeter. So there's uh, uh, Ariel, uh, Rapunzel. Dude, these things are uh, on Elsa, Amazon for like five Belle. pounds. Like other nice. Disney series ones. Cool. Like not the princesses, but I just found a, a Mickey Mouse one on here. Okay, cool. That's yeah, so sweet looking. Uniball and Zebra and Pilot and Pentel in Japan do all kinds of uh, cool branding things. Uh, lots of characters, lots of neat stuff that we never see over here. Like, um, you know, I did the the Hello Kitty uh, Uniball Sino DX um, that JetPen's got a hold of. And they'll get a hold of them from time to time, but they don't get all of them. So I thought this was super neat, and I, I wanted to share that because I really enjoy stuff like this. Um, really? Especially on a, a pencil like the Kurutoga. Really weirdly, it doesn't say Mickey Mouse in the description. It says Miche Glove. Huh. I don't know if that's like a really bad translation, yeah, maybe. or something. But they're they're clear. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get one or two of these, and I'll I'll let you know because they're like five pounds. So that's not cool. Like, they they look really cool. I mean, it's like a similar kind of you know it's Disney, but they they don't have the princesses ones just yet. But they're clear. They're being imported from one of those like uh, you know the, those stores that yeah, like a Amazon storefront from yeah. Japan or wherever. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's several. Amazon's really expanded in, oh in that. Oh my god, there's a uh, Mike Wazowski one. Oh, I'm going down a deep, deep rabbit yeah, hole here, my friend. You are. But that one's yeah. like that one's 16 pounds. Wow. All right, I'll be, I would totally you get carry that. on with the show. And I'll be back in a little while because <laughs> no, no, because I, I need your help with the next one. I want to get your opinion on this next thing, okay. which is I think pretty cool. It's as cool as the princesses thing, I think. And it's called Blackwing Volumes. Um. Probably a bunch of listeners have seen this making the rounds in the blogosphere, but Blackwing, uh, the pencil maker in uh, Pencils.com, is coming out with a limited edition Blackwing subscription service. Huh. And, you know, my first thought was, well, it comes in, you get 12 pencils every quarter. And for me, I would never use that much. So I was thinking, it's kind of cool. I mean, i definitely behind it. And they're going, and they admit they're going straight field notes route inspired by our friends at field notes and they're not even playing around they're saying these are going to be limited these are going to be numbered and not only do you get the 12 limited edition 
you get a, a box of 12 pencils. That'll be one style, limited edition, every quarter. In addition to that, you get one additional collector's pencil of that same set, sealed and labeled for archiving. All right, so they're that's not awesome. Even, that's they're not awesome. Even, <laughs> they're not even messing around. They're saying, we're making these collectible right out the gate. Like, Field Notes just kind of happened organically, right? I mean, there was no plan to say limited edition and rarity and all these things um blackwing straight up saying that hey we're doing this uh for this reason um so it's 99 bucks a year which is the same price as field notes and every quarter you get it and i was pretty hesitant and also let me mention that for each subscription five dollars goes to the blackwing foundation which is a uh uh, child music and arts education program. So you're also helping a good cause with this, which is pretty cool. So I was hesitant, um, not because it's not awesome, just because I wouldn't necessarily use the pencils. But I really, there's something about woodcase pencils that I really, really love. I mean, I love holding and using woodcase pencils. I just don't use them every day or every week. So I watched the video um, and it's going through and each 12 pack is going to be kind of a theme around oh how do they word it um they're gonna do it around okay writers musicians and craftsmen you know what numbers have stories to tell like the blackwing 602 that's a number that number has a story to tell so they're going to base it around that and you know i have a feeling you know looking at the video you're going to see like maybe like a mozart set you know, and the one that got me, that turned me from, I don't need 12 pencils every quarter to I'm buying this is in the video, they popped up a uh, number 42 in uh, Dodger Blue, which is Jackie Robinson's number, who is the, uh, the man who broke the color bar- barrier in Major League Baseball. And that's a big deal for me as big as a baseball fan as I am. So that number means a lot. Uh, Jackie Robinson means a lot to me. And I was like, well, if they're teasing this in the video, there's going to be a Dodger blue Jackie Robinson number 42 pencil, and I'm going to have to have it. So <laughs> I'm just going to have to subscribe to this right out the gate. So Are they it, not going to do like cool. what um, Field Notes do and sell like sets? They'll have, they will, excuse me, they will have them individually because um, they list, they say a guarantee to re- receive each release, even if they sell out to non-subscribers. Right. So that makes me... Say it's going to be exactly like the field notes. Subscribers are guaranteed. Then they'll have X number of sets made to purchase. Um, and when those are gone, they're gone. I mean, really, they're the inspired by field notes is no kidding. It looks like they're just straight up um, the same style, which is fine. I mean, for people like us, you know, we like that kind of stuff. We like the the lead up. We like what's going to be next. Um, we like the idea of all the cool things that they can do, and things like that. So. Um, I thought it was pretty neat, so I think I'm gonna have to uh, break down and sub- subscribe on this uh, just because their their video got me once I uh, once I dug into it a little bit. So yeah, it looks pretty cool. I think that's genius. Yeah, it totally is. Like, I, I like especially this kind of if stuff. you straight up say like you know I think if you're gonna do it like be open about it and be like look we love what Field Notes are doing. Uh-huh. We have something that we think people would really love if we did this. So we're in, like, just straight up say we're inspired by them. Yep. We're going to do it too. Like I'm yep. on board with that kind of thing. Yep. Yep. And here's how, and the theory being 
that, you know, here's your 12 pencils to use, but you'll always have this one archival one that's sealed that you'll have forever. That'll be your your keeper, if you will. Like, you know, people like myself keep one pack of field notes sealed and file it away and then use other ones, right? So that's they're just going ahead and taking care of that right out the gate. Yep. So pretty cool. All right, lots more to get to. So why don't we uh, talk about one of our friends real quick? And I'm going to uh, I'm gonna get a drink of water. Yeah, you do that. I'm still looking at Kurutogas here. I found that, <laughs> I found that one Monsters Inc. one, and I yeah, I'm, I, I'm a big more. I'm a big Mike Wazowski fan, and my daughter um, always finds the uh, Mike Wazowski stuff uh, for me. She uh, she's a nut about just trying to find that stuff for me, so it's pretty funny. Maybe you can grab it. Yeah, I'd like that. This week's episode of. The Pen Addict is brought to you by lynda.com, the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free 10-day trial, visit lynda.com slash penaddict. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash penaddict. So lynda.com, they are a service that will help you learn incredible things. You can sign up and you'll be able to watch and learn from these fantastic experts who create these really awesome videos with excellent production values and they make it so you can learn new stuff it's to help you solve problems you know maybe you've got something that you're trying to fix you've got something you need a solution for or maybe you're like curious to learn a new hobby or maybe you just want to help make things happen in your life. You like maybe you want a promotion at work. Maybe you want to change your career path. Lynda.com is a way to help you get trained up in this sort of stuff. Maybe you want to learn Excel. Maybe you want to learn negotiation tactics. I was listening to one of our shows, Rocket, earlier, and Simone and Rocket had found uh, humor in the workplace as a as a course on Lynda.com. You know, I just love stuff like that, right? So they teach you all these. Like, you can learn all these interesting things. You can learn about marketing. You can learn about how to bootstrap a business. You know, maybe you've got a business idea. Lynda.com can help you, like from start to finish, in like thinking about how to bootstrap it, how to market it. Like, if maybe you need to set up a website, that kind of stuff. They can help you do all of that. Lynda.com is incredible. You can watch these thousands of video courses on demand. You can learn at your own pace and in your own way. You can watch them on your Android and iOS device. You can create and save your own playlists. You can, like, they have these great transcripts as well that you can read whilst you're watching so you can follow along. They have downloadable resources that you can have and stuff like that. It is really, really cool. So, your Lynda.com membership is going to give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics all for one flat rate whether you're looking to become an industry expert you're passionate about a hobby or you just want to learn something new i want you to go ahead and visit lynda.com that's l-y-n-d-a.com slash pen addict and sign up and you'll be getting yourself a free 10 day trial and also help support this show so thank you so much to lynda.com for sponsoring the pen addict this week Awesome, thank you, Linda. And you, you mentioned Rocket in your uh, in your read there. If our listeners do not listen to Rocket, they needed to add it to their uh, podcatchers immediately. Um, Penatic should be number one in your queue, and uh, Rocket should be number two. Uh, Brianna, Simone, and Christina do a wonderful job, and they crack me up every week. So I love that show. This week's episode is also really, really good. Okay, I haven't listened to that yet. All right, so we have a um, a link from our good friend, friend of the show friend of the community, J. Robert Lennon. And I'm guilty that I didn't listen to this beforehand. I kept trying to listen to it last night and I kept getting sidetracked. Um, but he did a bit for um, marketplace.org uh, called The Perfect Writing Service. He did a, a audio interview with them about his Tomoe River uh, notebook. And I bring this up for two reasons. One, you should go listen to this because 
uh, John is awesome. And two, it's mine and yours uh, reason he got this gig, right? Let's let's be honest. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to say <laughs> So, John, if you're listening, you're welcome. Uh, but no, we uh, they actually contacted us. They wanted to do, they're doing this series about um, about people. It's called Pro Tools, Tools of the Professional, and so they wanted to have someone uh, talk about pens that used them for you know their daily work. And I was like, well, they they contacted me and wanted to talk with you and I, um, you know, about the podcast. And we're like, well, you know, that it's not our day job, right? So they wanted someone whose day job was in this. I said, I got the perfect guy for you because I know he has a uh, the perfect tool that he uses when he writes his novels. So I got them in touch with uh, with John, and he's an awesome dude. So uh, be sure to go listen to this and uh, go buy John's uh, latest book, See You in Paradise, which I have broken back out uh, now that it's almost summertime and I'm outside more. And I just broke it back out this weekend before I even knew this was coming up. And uh, it, it's great to read in uh, – it's it's in kind of short story format, so you can uh, you get all kinds of new stories, and he's a really good writer, so check that out. We got a pen blog of the week, Mike, and this is a new blog, which is a resurrection of an old blog that I never linked to before, but a bunch of people always um, always send us links. We might have even talked about it in the podcast called the um, the Fountain Pen Physicist. There was a blog called that, and. Uh, uh, this woman, Amanda, she has moved that blog into her new blog called The Pearl Bug, P-U-R-L, and we'll have that link to the show notes. And she does videos and pen reviews. She does really good pen reviews, and uh, being the physicist that she is, she, you know, like if she does an ink review, she, you know, kind of takes them to the task and does all the water tests and and things like that. So um, I'm enjoying reading her her new content and watching her videos. Um, she's reviewed the Pilot Custom Heritage 92 recently, which is one of my favorite pens. Um, so check that out as the pen blog of the week and hopefully she'll be doing some more, uh, cool physicist stuff, um, you know, with her, with her reviews and, uh, she's, she's really done some, some cool tests and things in the past. So hopefully we'll, we'll see more there and, uh, this will give her the, give her the, give her the push to, uh, to go forth and do that. So it's very cool. Awesome. Awesome. So we kind of have a mini topic today and I just want to start down this path and we can elaborate more in future episodes because this isn't really a one episode kind of deal there's no way we can cover everything but before you do though let me just mention that we are going to be doing the kickstarter giveaway at the end of the show today oh yeah we should have mentioned that right up front so we have uh we have winners drawn and we're going to be giving them away if you didn't see the uh the link in the uh from the kickstarter backer page um you should have gotten an email today but we will go over that at the end of the show so hang tight we're going to get there but um, everybody listening later now has just skipped. <laughs> yep, that's why we're going to do it at the end. So they'll uh, they'll have to forward back and then they'll have to rewind and or they may just they may just kick us out if they didn't win <laughs> and just yeah rage rage quit the podcast. All right, we're we're going to talk about nibs a little bit because it seems like I know we've done some general nib topics before, and the more we talk about nibs the more questions people have about nibs, which is great. I I like that because we've gone to the very general and broad topics of the past. Now we're getting to very specific topics about nibs. So I have a few questions that I I got from um, the Slack room, Um, which, you know, we haven't, we haven't talked about the Slack room in a while and we'll put the link for the uh, auto invite page that I set up 
thanks to your help for pointing me in the right direction. Oh, uh, excellent. We have, we have like 560 people in that really? Slack channel. Yeah. No wonder it's always like lighting up. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And uh, everyone's uh, handling it really well. Um, it, it's it's a really fun place to be. So we'll, we'll add that into the uh, Slack room. I'll get you that link. But the first, first question is from Phil Lee. He says, I'm interested in your thoughts on writing and learning to write with a cursive italic nib or any non-standard nib. Having got my first one of Franklin Christoph Model 20 with a steel Masayama medium cursive italic last week. So if you're looking for a broader, wider nib with some line variation, you're either looking at a cursive italic or a stub nib. Cursive italics are harder to write with in general because they have sharper edges on the side of a on the side of the nib. So if you think of like a rectangle, you know the the narrow edge of a rectangle pointing towards your hitting the paper, a cursive italic nib is not far off from that. It's got it's known for its very sharp edges. It can be still be very smooth, but the angle you hold the pen and the way you write your lines and the consistency of that angle does change the feel of the pen and you can with a cursive italic nib you can get the edges caught in the paper if you will it's not extreme i don't want to turn anyone off from it it's my personal favorite nib um because usually the the people who are making these cursive italic grinds they're not trying to make like razor blades that are cutting up your paper they're trying to make a sharper line um so when you have you have wide horizontal um, wide vertical strokes, thin horizontal strokes. The difference between that and a stub is the stub, think of it as that same rectangle, but those two corners are rounded. So you get a lot smoother flowing writing style, but you won't get the variety of that huge of a line variation. There's definitely some, but like the um, vertical lines will be the same width. The horizontal lines will be wider. So the cursive italic nibs have a thinner horizontal line than a stub. They're a little bit sharper on the edge. You have to hold it. Um, you just have to, I can't tell you what angle to hold the pen at. You have to find that sweet spot and you'll know it when you find it. It'll be very smooth and crisp and clean. And that's what I like about the cursive italic nibs. Um, so the cursive italic is what I have on my Franklin Christoph. Mm -hmm. And I had to use, I had to get some of that stuff. What was it called? Micromesh. Micromesh, yes. Yeah, because... It was just too sharp for me. Yep. And I think it might be because I'm a lefty. Because, for example, with the way that I hold the pen, Brad, I have thin horizontal and thick vertical. Mm -hmm. So it's the opposite. Right? Yeah. <laughs> to what right. you make because of the way exactly. because I hold a pen up, like, upside down. So it wasn't, it was good. But if I had it like just ever so slightly in one direction like it would start scratching and it was it was too much and then once i used the micro mesh with it a little bit and i kind of just softened it just a tad yep. it helps me a lot more but i still have the 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 line width variation but now i can actually use it because before it was it was too frustrating and, and i think it's because it is quite delicate so my obviously if you're going to buy uh one of these nibs uh either buy it somewhere you can try it buy it somewhere you can have it um amended or buy it mm. from somewhere you know has a good return policy. Right, right. And I, I have done the same thing on some of my cursive italics. Some of them are exactly perfect to how I write. And then some of them I have to tone down the edges just a little bit. And I use that micro mesh as well um, to, to do that. And it, if you do use micro mesh and if you, you buy it on our recommendation from the show, be really, really careful. You want to buy the finest grit that you can. It's like a 12,000 grit micro mesh. 
be very, very gentle, go very slow, um, wet the, wet the pad a little bit that you're writing on and just go very, very slow and, you know, use the micro mesh, test it on paper and back and forth until you get, um, a, a good, a better feel, um, for, for your pen. But yes, it, it's very, it's a very helpful tool and it will tone down the edges just a little bit. You don't want to go crazy with that stuff. So I actually, you actually freaked me out when I sent it to you. You said, yeah, I've already used it. I'm like, oh God, I didn't really tell you what to do. Yeah. See, I I'm didn't like, do all that stuff, but I was careful. Well, e- even if I wasn't, the pen works great. So right, <laughs> no matter right. what happened, I'm really happy with it. Right. Um, right. So the next question is from uh, T1 Demand. I don't know if that means something or not. He says, custom ground nibs and how they make a good pen into a great pen. This is a total personal taste thing, right? I never recommend anyone to get a custom ground pen unless they're looking for something very specific. When I started getting into fountain pens, I was looking for the absolute finest lines I could get. And even, you know, like like German or Western um, extra fine nibs were never fine enough for me. So then I found Japanese nibs and their stock nibs actually were fine enough for me if I got down into fine and extra fine. But if I bought a German pen like a Pelican with an extra fine nib, I wanted it way, 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 way finer. And that's totally on my personal writing style, right? And we're, we're going to talk about this more because I'm going to talk about a music nib here in a minute on how it fits your writing style. I'm a block letterer, basically. You know, I print block letters. So not every nib style fits my style of writing. The extra, extra fine nibs do and the broader nibs that are squared off like cursive italics and stub nibs do. So how they make a good pen into a great pen, it's not so much that as it makes a good pen into a pen that fits your writing style better. So it's I couldn't a very imagine thing. getting a custom grind now without having it done in person by somebody. Um, it, that to me just feels like the way you should do it. Like, so you can try it and then they can see how you write and you can try it. That That's how I feel anyway now, um, having done it both ways. Because I've had custom, I've bought pens that have been custom ground and they're just not right for me. And, and I think it, is, it could be because of the way I hold a pen. So mm-hmm. I like, if I'm going to get something done like that, because it does add a bit more cost on, I personally would prefer to do it in an environment where I can, we can have some revisions. Yep. No, I, I'm with you. That's a that's a very good very good point, and um, you know it it's it comes down to personal taste, and it's hard to go into uh, to your point. It's hard to go into that blindly, right? Never having used something and saying this is what I want, and not being able to like sit down and have someone do that while you're sitting there. It's a little bit harder task than that. Hopefully, we can help you know guide people into to what they need. So if you're if you have questions about custom nib grinds, definitely email me or get in touch. Um, and, and we can talk about more specifics on what, what you're looking for. Our, our good friend, Dan, uh, who was in the, uh, chat room today, Mr. Design Concussion, uh, Mr. Karras Customs, Dan Karras, we'll call him. He says, he says, I also would love to hear about nib, nib grinds. I still feel like I have no idea what any of them are for and why Esterbrook made a bajillion different ones. I haven't done the Esterbrook history, but I, it's gotta be over a hundred nibs that they did and, they, at the time when they're making millions and millions of pens a year, I guess they were trying to fit the needs of everybody and they felt the need or they felt they had the the skill and the wherewithal enough to make highly specific nibs for highly specific uses like accountant nibs. Like like for accountants that are filling ledger books, they, ledger books they have 
extra fine, extra firm nibs and things like that. There's a huge range. You see all these Esterbrook posters of all their nib sizes and they have names for all this. It's like, why does this person need a specific nib? And nowadays, you know, we look back at it and me personally, I look at it and go, wow, that's pretty cool. (laughs) I could get any nib for anything that I want. So Dan says, he says, I have no idea what any of them are for. And it goes back to personal taste and it goes back to some fitting, something that fits your writing style the best medium nib like stock medium and stock broad nibs do not fit my writing style well at all the way i print those nibs make my writing look messier than if i had an extra fine nib or if i had a edgier nib like a stub or a cursive italic where i can make my lettering look better um it's it's really personal taste and then you can get into some really wild specific nibs which we'll talk about in a minute and that's also something we'll talk about in a future episode but you know no idea what they're for is basically it's personal basically i i I don't know any way to elaborate on that bore on that more you know you either have a a specific writing style where you're trying to have your writing look better or you have a specific use case where you need to do something very specific with that pen and no stock nib can handle that so that's uh that's the short version we'll we'll maybe elaborate more on some uh some really wild specific nibs all right so i I have a few more nibs i want to talk about and actually a couple of these are a little bit wild so um let's talk about another one of our friends and i'll i'll hit up uh, some of these nibs Sounds like a good idea. This week's episode of The Pen Addict is also brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com and you want to use the offer code INC at checkout to get 10% off Squarespace. Build it beautiful. When it comes to finding a home for yourself on the internet, there is nowhere better than Squarespace. They put all of the power that you need into your hands and take away the pain points like having to worry about hosting, scaling, or what to do if you get stuck with something. If you're looking to build a personal website, maybe a portfolio, maybe you're looking to start a store, this is the sort of stuff that Squarespace can help you out with. You can build a site that looks professionally designed regardless of skill level. There's no coding required. They have intuitive and easy-to-use tools that make your website and let you make your website look exactly how you want and feel the way that you want. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology that can power your website and will also ensure security and stability. They're trusted by millions of people around the world and have some of the most respected brands using their platform. Their site templates are really great to look at. They feature responsive design to make your site look great on all sizes of device. But this is just getting started. Squarespace have tons of other awesome features like 24-7 support with live chat and email. They have teams located in New York, Dublin and Portland who are there to help you. They have their commerce platform which allows anybody to add a store to their Squarespace site to sell physical and digital goods. For example, that is how we have our store at Relay FM, and that's how the Knox store is run as well squarespace's commerce platform uh, don't forget their cover page which allows you to build great looking single page websites or either standalone or as a intro page maybe to your own website and this is all built on top of their rock solid fast hosting and they have so much more if you want to sign up for a year you'll also nab yourself a free domain name allowing you to choose exactly what you want your site to be called and squarespace plans start at just eight dollars a month you can sign up right now and start a free no credit card required trial is a just a free trial so you can give it a go 
and start building your website today by going to squarespace.com. And when you do decide to sign up for one of their plans, make sure that you use the offer code INK, I-N-K, to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for this show. We thank Squarespace for their help with us today and for helping us out at Relay FM. Squarespace, build it beautiful. And thanks to all our listeners who have used that code INK to build their own sites. It's been pretty cool to see. Indeed. So Jeff Abbott, who writes for The Pen Addict, did a review of a Twisby 580 AL Orange with a custom nib from Pendleton Brown. And Pendleton is known for a specific type of nib grind that he does. It's called a butterline stub, which is essentially the sharpness of a cursive italic with the roll and soft edge of a stub. So kind of like what we're talking about. It's kind of like a combo of the two. And he did this review, and I basically went over to Pendleton's site and ordered one for myself because I never got the AL Orange yet. I was like, well, if I can get a, a funky nib grind like this, I, I like to do that sometimes. You know, I have enough Twisbees where I didn't need another one, but if I'll, I can get some, uh, some cool nib work done, I will get that done. So what I got is actually called a Bad Boy, which is the Butterline Stub with added flex. So I'm going to have to take some pictures of this. I haven't had a chance yet. But what Pendleton does is he puts the the Butterline Stub nib grime on, which is a real soft. It, it's a great nib. I, I, I will definitely do some more on this. It's it's just wonderful. You can see it in, in Jeff's review. It flows wonderfully. It's got great lines. And then with mine, he cut two slits in the sides of the nib and took out a little bit of the side of the nib, like a, a little curve. And so now mine has added flex to it. So it's the bad boy. <clears throat> it's pretty crazy awesome. I, I think I'm going to have a hard time not keeping this pen inked at all time. Um, it was It's an expensive grind to get. It's like probably 60 bucks on top of the pen. You know, I think I paid like 130 for it. Jeff's um, eyedropper in this, isn't he? Well, no, this is a piston filler, so it oh, just sucks up into the. Of course the, uh, it is. Of course it is. It's a Twisby. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of Twisby? Have you heard of Twisby? I don't know. I don't know why. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how that's how good Jeff's pictures were. That's what made me go buy it. Right? These it's, are beautiful. It's a really sick. Uh, he has a great camera, but these are he just does. stunning looking. <clears throat> yeah. So I was like, forget it. I'm gonna go do this, and I just went ahead and got the added flex so I can play with it. So there's guys and gals out there that can really get specific things done to your nibs and you know there's spencerian grinds that i know um uh like nibs.com i think they they will do that for you where they really cut out like a pilot falcon nib and they cut it and shape it to where it's got extra extra added flex and things like that so that that's that's when you're getting really into it and crazy like myself you get these you, you just keep going off the deep end further and further and further. So I'll, I'll have more about my nib and I'll, I'll definitely take some pictures, some close up pictures so you can see the slits and the cutouts in this nib is pretty cool. Then I did a review of a music nib recently, a sailor music nib, um, 1911 standard with sailors music nib. And I've never used a music nib before this one. And what they're designed for originally was writing music scores right back in, I don't know, whenever, hundreds of years ago, the shape would allow for a, 
a narrow vertical line and a wide horizontal line, like you were talking about the way you hold your pen, right? Um, that's what you would get. And the music nib was actually, which I didn't learn until I did this review, they're actually made to hold differently, almost like the almost like a lefty hook. They're made to to hold it at so the nibs at like a 90 degree angle to the page. So you can write those wide horizontal lines and thin, um, thin vertical lines. And, you know, these days there's not much need for that because there's so many nib options. We can manipulate whatever nib we need and to make whatever shape we want. But the thing about these music nibs is they put a lot of ink on the page. So for people that want big, beautiful handwriting, like if you're doing big scripts and big printing and just you know, want a ton of ink on the page, you want to look at a music nib. A lot of them have two tines, I mean, excuse me, three tines and two slits. So the ink flow is that much more. The Sailors is cut with uh, one slit and two tines, but it still has that same amount of flow in there. If you want to read up, I did a little bit on the background of a music nib on this, on this post, and you can read up a little bit of it, but I basically related the music nib to like a chisel tip marker. It's very wide, very broad, but you still get a sharp line. Like my lettering came out really, really good. I But for my style, I don't know that I could use it every day because it's a little bit too big. It would be a very specific nib for me. Some people like writing in this um, all day, every day. And, you know, I've seen some wonderful, wonderful um, examples of music nib handwriting. No one really uses them to write music scores much these days. Um, so that's, that's a really good nib if you want a lot of ink flow and have a, a marker style uh, fountain pen. And then the last link we'll throw into into the um, show, which is on the opposite spectrum of the music nib, uh, Leigh Reyes, she did an, a post on some of her extra fine nibs, which I just thought was was kind of um, kind of neat in relation to this podcast. She did all kinds of different uh, nibs that she has does a lot of close-up nibs because she like she's kind of like me she likes the extra extra fine and then she goes way into like the stubs and cursive italics like not a lot of middle ground there and uh, she just has a ton of great pictures if you want to read about a bunch of extra fine nibs that she has even so her really old waterman's waterman flex nibs that are extra fine are fascinating i i need to get one of those i have a waterman but it's a, a wider nib uh, flex pen. So that's just something for everyone to check out because Lay always does something really, really cool. Always approach Lay's website with caution, though. Yes, yes. Hide your wallet. Yep. Hide your wallet. What is that called again? The flex, right? Um, God, you had to do that to me because I can never remember it. When they got the cut it out. Is, yeah. Uh, but it starts with an E. I don't know. I'll think of it in a minute. You do our next sponsor, and I'll be thinking of that name. Okay. Elastic, so, elastic, elastic. There you, go. there you go. Look at you, you did it. Pro tip. Right. So we just want to uh, thank our final sponsor, and then we'll get into talking about the giveaway stuff, um, rather than you know telling people what the pens are and then doing the big drum roll. Yep. <laughs> this week's episode is also brought to you by Harry's. For many of us, shaving can be a pain. It can be uncomfortable, not just on the parts of your body that you shave, but also on your wallet as well can be uh, it can be very expensive to have to buy razor blades to make sure that you're refreshing them freshly enough to make sure that you get a good shave and this is the type of stuff that harry's was was created to solve harry's was started by a couple of guys who wanted a better product without having to pay an arm and a leg to 
to get it. Harrys make their own blades. They work with a, and they actually own a, a factory in Germany that creates high-quality, high-performing blades crafted by absolute shaving experts who've been doing this basically forever. And in doing so, they have great blades that they that you know they're known very well how to make. They look good, they feel good, and they're made at a great cost. Harrys, their razor blades. They they will basically save an average everyday shaver about $150 a year. So if you're shaving one of the other big brands and you switch over to Harry's, that's the sort of savings that you'll be looking at, which is an incredible amount. Um, you could say they're definitely shaving quite a bit off the top there, Brad. You could, <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> Uh, Harry's offers a high quality shave at about a fraction of the price of the big brand blades and all the other razor companies. They ship for free to your front doorstep and they have a fantastic starter set that can get you 15 for $15 you can get yourself a razor, moisturizing shave cream or firming shave gel and three razor blades. Brad, you are a, a fan and user of Harry's products, are you not? So it's kind of ridiculous. I just placed another order Monday or Tuesday this week because my I'm not the only one in my family that uses it. I bought one for my wife. She loves it. And now my daughter, uh, unfortunately, is getting older. You know, I want the kids to stay young. She keeps stealing my wife's razor. So my wife came to me. She says, hey, can you order Can you order her a handle? So she stopped stealing mine. So I had to order my daughter a handle. Um, so, yeah, we got, we have, uh, we're a full Harry's, Harry's family at this you point. Are. So it's pretty funny. And then I, of course, ordered me some more of the uh, aftershave lotion, which is m- one of my favorite products in the world. Yep, I love the lotion. I love the foaming shave gel as well. That's my that's my bag. It's just you put this gel in your hand, you rub it in your hands, and it turns into an incredible amount of foam. It's kind of magical. Yeah, I'm, I love the I'm science. A, I'm a shave cream guy. There you go. So they they got it for everybody at Harry's. You know. Yep. Whole yep. family. Cater the whole family. You can experience a clean, close, comfortable shave with Harry's. Go to harrys.com and you will get $5 off if you use the coupon code PENADDICT with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the code PENADDICT to check out and you'll get $5 off and start shaving better today. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Just worth noting, Harry's are a US company. I believe that they also ship to Canada, uh, but they are US and Canada only at the moment. Gotcha. People Very get nice. upset when I forget to mention that. Ah, yeah. I understand. Trust me, I understand I, too. I, I it's good stuff. I sympathize. Yeah, it's it's great stuff. I want everyone to get that in their hands because I, I love it. I think it's great. All right, so are we going to talk about what we're giving away and then we'll announce the winners? What is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about So we, we me, uh, Anna, and Brad, we spent some time on the pen show. Basically, we walked to the Anderson Pens table. <laughs> we took a look at what they had and we decided we, were, we, we divided up an amount of money. Um, so we all had a certain amount of money and we bought what we could with the cash that we had. So we have three different packages. So uh, Arna's package was a, is it Wall Eversharp? Uh-huh. Wall Eversharp. Wall Eversharp Skyliner 50 menthol green with matching die cast 1957 Corvette. Not like it's a model, it's not an actual car. Uh, plus <laughs> one bottle of the new formulation of J. Aubon ocean blue now this can't this this uh pen is incredible it's i think awesome. Anna actually bought one for herself as well I th- when she found that and showed it to us we went oh my god that is so you and yeah. that you totally have to give that uh to for the giveaway because that pen could not be created more for anna if i does if she designed it herself i think and then when the anderson said wait a second look at the box it comes in and it has this matching 
little Corvette in there, like a Hot Wheels Corvette, you know, a little bit bigger than that. We're like, oh my God, this is great. We we both fell over uh, when we saw that. It's super cool. It's it's just fantastic. The color is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really great, and then obviously the uh, the the beloved Jaubon. This is the blue, which has the gold in as well, right? Right. So the original formulas formulations of the Jaubon 1670 inks were s- standard, I guess you will. They were he- they were kind of heavy, heavily saturated, um, and had some uh, sheen on them. But now they've taken their red, blue, with the success of the stormy gray with the gold uh, flecks in it. They have added that to the red and the blue um so any new 1670 blue ink ocean uh the ocean blue and the rouge hematite uh now can't contain the gold flex and that's what this ocean blue bottle is it's one of the new bottles with the fancy bits in it so that's one that's one package uh Mm -hmm. do you want to say what you got um i got the Sailor Pro Gear Sky Special Edition, which is the demonstrator model. It's a new one they released uh, this year. It's a beautiful pen. I have a hard time. This has been sitting at my house. I want it so bad, um, but I'm I'm I I'm saving it for our our wonderful uh, backers of the Kickstarter. It's a this is a pen that's right up my alley. I love the uh, blue demonstrator look with the uh, with the silver trim, the rhodium trim, um, and. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's one of my favorite, one of the best looking pens that I, I've seen in a while. And uh, I'm eventually going to have to get one. I cannot speak highly enough about my pro gear. I mean, I, I have a different model, right? Yep. Yep. Um, no, no. I mean, it's the same. It's the yeah, exact it's a, same build design, ways. just different color. Yeah. Yes. I cannot speak highly enough. Uh, I actually think now, I don't know if I said this to you yet. I think it's the best pen I've ever owned. That's awesome. Like, I, I think it. It's incredible. Uh, the other day, I walked in on Adina in the in like a little office room. She'd stolen oh. it. Ah. I was like, "Oh!" She's like, "Yeah, I really like this one." I was like, "It's yeah, nice, fancy isn't it? that, fancy mm-hmm. that." <laughs> All right. So, what'd you what'd you pick out? So I decided because uh, there was a bunch of stuff that I really liked, um, but I decided that what I was going to do uh, was to go with a package that I felt did two things: encapsulated the podcast. And also did what what I think was give the recipient what I consider two essentials mm-hmm. uh, for every pen addict. So I chose uh, the Lamy Two Thousand fountain pen mm-hmm. um, with a. I, do, you, do you remember what the nib size was? I keep meaning to go look, and I keep forgetting. I think it was a fine, but I'm not. I'm not going to swear to that. Okay, uh, it's either and, a fine or a medium. And the Retro Fifty One Bamboo, which. I, I think pen. is probably the best Retro Fifty One because uh, it it's it's slightly thicker, um, and but it looks amazing. So the recipient of my um, my gift gets what I consider to be maybe the Mike Hurley starter pack. <laughs> yeah, it's totally cool. I mean, you could not have done any better. I think you know what you what we all picked out really personifies us and our our tastes and likes in uh, to to a T. I mean, I, I everything is just like spot on perfect. I think. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. We did because, like, you know, if I was going to say, if you asked me before I got the, the the pro gear, what's the best pen you own? It's the Lamy Two Thousand. But I right. actually consider now, and I say this to people, I think when you get to a certain point uh, in your pen addictness, mm-hmm. uh, you should own a Lamy Two Thousand. I think it's in the same way that I think a Retro Fifty One is an essential pen for basically everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I believe that the Lamy 2000 is an essential pen addict's pen. Yep, I could not agree more. All right, so, so let's give them away. Cool. So we we did some random drawing from the Kickstarter backers. Um, and do you want me to 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 do Anna's and mine, and then you do yours? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. So the winner of Anna's pack is Mark North. So congratulations, Mark. Uh, the winner of mine is Ray Blake and Brad. The winner of mine is Noble Ignatius. So congratulations to the three of you um, on, on that. That is a absolutely excellent uh, gifts coming your way. Thank you so much for being backers. I apologize to everybody that didn't win. Uh, we'll do another in the future maybe. Um, so oh, yeah. I guess probably the best thing to do right now, I'll say is three of you, Mark, Ray, and Noble, contact us. Yeah, and I have all their through the Kickstarter backer page. I have all their information, so I'm going to reach oh, out directly. Then there um, you go. Look out for I'm, something from Brad. Then I didn't but, know because I have nothing to I have nothing to do right, with the right. Right, you have no visibility <laughs> to that. So what I'm going to do though is I'm I'm going to wait a couple days and see if they reach out to me to see if they're really listening. Yeah, well, also as well, I think it's more fun to find out by listening to the show. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out tonight and start emailing. I'll I'll probably wait till like Monday or so. <laughs> I'd give it a little bit longer than that, even. Yeah, because I'm evil. Uh, I think I think it's more fun to find out you've won on the show than to see an email. Yep, yep, yep. Very good. But so, yeah, congratulations yes, thank- to all of you. Some great stuff coming your way. And seriously, thank you everybody and um, for all of our Kickstarter backers. I know we've we've fawned over y'all for a long time now and we're not done yet. The uh the cases are almost done. Um there's the last bit of binding and uh some of you might be looking at shipping next week, something like that. So uh oh, shouldn't excellent. be too much longer. Hey, we'll send out nice. we'll send out a um send out an update when they're ready to ship, but it's very, very close. They're almost done. Cool. So I think that about wraps it up for this week. Yes, sir, it does. And uh I appreciate you putting up uh, with my voice and my uh, mute button mashing and uh, hopefully I will be back in better shape next week which is going to be Thursday again next week because I have asked us to we have a Memorial Day holiday in the US and I am tied up Monday so we're going to go Thursday 4.30 Eastern time for your listening pre- pleasure next week as well then we'll be back to our regular schedule hopefully. awesome stuff right if you would like to find us online you can do that you can go to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 155 uh, for to get all the links for this week's episode uh, brad is at penaddict.com and he is penaddict on instagram and dowdyism d-o-w-d-y-i-s-m on twitter i am i mike i am y-k-e um, on both Instagram and Twitter. If you want to find us there, you can. Uh, thank you so much to our sponsors this week, Squarespace, Linda, and Harry's. And thank you most of all for listening, as always, to the Pen Attic Podcast. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.